come in, take a seat, and join us at the table for episode two of Famished, a Mr. and Mrs. podcast where we talk about memorable meals, their origins, why food is so great, and more. I'm Mr. Walker Todd, and I'm joined by Mrs. Walker Todd. And this week, we're talking about donuts, but not just any donuts, specifically one brand of donuts called Crosstown Donuts. Let's get into it. <laughs> The best donuts of all time. Yes, absolutely. Well, that is a very, it's a very, like, very opinion led statement. Don't, yeah, don't encourage the flame wars out the gate. I know, sorry, I went in too hard. <laughs> so, um, yeah, if you haven't heard of Crosstown Donuts, um, who is Crosstown Donuts? So, Crosstown Donuts are an awesome chain uh, that is in London that sell donuts, funnily enough, hey. and coffee. Um, they very much pride themselves on creating an awesome experience within a fast-paced city. That's kind of how they see themselves. So this is my, my first kind of curious thing when we decided to do Crosstown was, are they just in London? As far as you're aware. So they are in <laughs> London. Let me tell you. Oh, but they're also up in the air if you get on a certain Kiwi airline because yeah. one of the co-founders is a Kiwi, and so you can get donuts if you go on their planes. And I'm not going to lie, I really want to go on their planes. So so they are, a lot, in terms of finding their stores, they're yes, in London. they are in London. But if you want their, their flavour, their brand, you can also find it on an airline. An airline, <laughs> just randomly. Can you say which airline? Um, a New Zealand airline. A New Zealand airline. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't know that. I now, yeah, I now too. I mean, we haven't been to New Zealand. Fuck it, let's go. <laughs> also, yeah, I think we're drinking maybe some New Zealand wine. So, hey, <laughs> perfect. Yeah, clearly signs. I'm taking that as a sign. We should yeah. go to New Zealand and have cross-down donuts in the air on the way. So, yeah, they're, they're a chain. They're in London. Mm. So their dough is a special dough. It's a hybrid sourdough creation. Is that Which they so... claim yeah. is the first of its kind. I mean, I'm sure someone has mixed the, together two days before. Like, I feel that's a very bold it's statement. It's a very bold statement. Um, I like it. But yeah, I I they it, yeah, their dough is very good, though. Yeah. <laughs> and then in 2017, they did the same sort of thing, but for a vegan dough. Mm. Yeah, so they've they've done both. Nice. Um, but really, I think of them as gourmet donuts. Okay, so they're not like Krispy Kremes. No. <laughs> you can get all the classic flavours, but... When you can get the funky flavours, why would you? Do they, I mean, this is not something I posed you at the time, but like, do they have a donut that is, you know, like the Krispy Kreme's classic is just like a glazed, basic glazed donut. Does Crosstown have like its, its classic donut? Yeah, because they still do like, like a vanilla bean. Donut, yeah. They do a vanilla bean. They do, um, what do they call it? It's like a jam. It's a jam filled donut. Mm. They call it something. Oh, a raspberry jam ball. Oh. Yeah. So they do have classics. Yeah. But they're really well known for their funky flavours, original flavours, and also their seasonal flavours, because they'll have special edition donuts that come out right Like now. a pumpkin spice latte from Starbucks, but a donut. So I think they did a pumpkin spiced something donut one year for autumn. Immediately better than a latte, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By a million times over. A million, million times. Uh, um, also, they're really special in the sense that nothing is manufactured. So, although it's technically being mass-produced, it's being mass-produced by hand. 
So that goes for the dough. Is that rolling the dough? Count as everything. mass production if it's by hand. Well, the quantity. Batch of... production, I suppose. Yeah. You'd have to call it somewhere in the middle. And they make their own jams, compots, their own icings, their own like fillings. Everything is handmade, fresh ingredients, delicious. I mean, that does make sense because they taste everything tastes amazing. Not just the dough is great, obviously. The icing's pretty solid. Yeah. Like they have some fun flavors in there. Uh, also, I'd say points for presentation. Like you go into always it, beautiful. Yeah. Uh, uh, before we get into like the experience of being in a, in a cross town donut store, I would say like I was. I've been pretty familiar with the brand for a few years, mm-hmm. and I assumed by this point that everyone, especially if they were in or around London, knew the brand, but we have very quickly mentioned it to a bunch of our friends, and no one knows it, and I think they're pretty established right now as probably, like, yeah. one of the, you know, big, uh, as you said, kind of, like, not Krispy Kreme, but, like, fancy donut, you know, artisan, artisanal donut places. I'm getting places. very upset that you keep mentioning Krispy Kreme. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but it's a good baseline, right? People know Krispy Kreme's. It's, like, People one of those established brands, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, this ain't Krispy Kreme's. This way better. Yeah, massively. I mean, you're going to pay a significant amount more for them. I feel like it's worth it. Yeah. Like, uh, it was it was a birthday gift, right? For me, my birthday was yeah, in the recently. end of April. And uh, was it from your mum? Yeah. Yeah, your mum got me a box, uh, like a selection box of Krispy Kremes. Yeah. And that, that's an awesome gift, in my opinion. So good, so oh, that we, then, so we then turned that around and then used it for a couple of our friends who have yeah. also had lockdown birthdays. We are still in lockdown, if you're listening to this as we're recording this. Still in lockdown. Don't really know when it's going to end, but I think we're having a nice time, especially yeah. with this glass of wine next to us and the cats and the sunshine. It's not too bad. They Their whole experience and the way they carry themselves is really good. Like... There are other quite well-established kind of artisanal brands who trying to order online from them during this period is a nightmare. So they've kind of adapted Whereas they have well. nailed it. But I think they had it in place before anyway. Right. So you can have it delivered to your door. Mm. I think it's all London postcodes. That makes sense if they are only in London. Right? Yeah. Um, and you can pick up, I think, from a few of the stores. And it's just really easy. I mean, we didn't pay delivery. There was oh, no right. delivery charge. Oh, but you pay a premium for the, yeah, the good you quality donuts. So I guess they come in nice packaging. Yeah. And, you know, it's lovely. And now, within lockdown, I think they've really showcased what a great brand they are in the sense that they've produced all of these like extra fancy kind of gift packages where okay. you can get a bottle of champers that comes with mm. your donuts. But also they've done a collective box Oh yeah, we saw this like right as we kind of entered into lockdown. Yeah, loads of like fruit and veg and milk and eggs. It's all loads. Which isn't from them, right? That's from other kind of like independent. Well, kind of. Crosstown. Like, what's with the name? Like, that's a. Is it just like getting donuts across town, or is there something more to it than that? So it leads on nicely from what you're just asking. Mm. So, Crosstown Donuts is actually a collective. The business itself is collective. Yeah, so okay. they see themselves as a collective. I'm not going to lie, some of it was a little bit confusing mm. when reading up on it because, so there's the CEO and co-founder whose name is, it's gone out of my head because it's quite an unusual name. Hello, JP Then. T-H-E-N? Yeah. And then his co-founder. Is this the Kiwi? Uh, okay. Is Adam Willis, who is co-founder of Gourmet Burger Kitchen. Oh, you got a big dear. name. 
Okay. Yeah. And then there's lots of other big names that were involved in the start-up of this. Right, so it's like a collective of established people who are like, yes. mm, there's a gap for a good people old donut who brand. know what they're doing. Yeah, especially in somewhere like London, which is yeah. fiercely competitive. Yeah, hence why it grew, I think, so quickly. Mm. Um, but yeah, they there's a, a group of people, so hence the name, there are lots of different sort of, let's just say foodie-based people, some are chefs, Mm-hmm. Some have just started, I would say, more businesses that are food related. That yeah, and um, they're all from all around the world. So they That's wanted so cool. to cross town. So they wanted to embody that in their name that right. they have such a diverse group of shareholders. Okay, okay. Um, but then also in America, there's the cross town bus, which goes across mm-hmm. major cities, mm. and um, kind of like the Greyhound or something. Yes. Okay. Um, and they wanted a bit of a nod to the States because that's where the donut originates from. Sure. So, yeah, that's why they called it that. I think it's a really cool name. Mm. Their logo and their branding is really nice. Cool. So, Crosstown is, in this context, the town is the world. <laughs> <laughs> that's really cool. That's I, Yeah, I had no idea. That's amazing. Yeah, very cool. And, yeah, it kind of speaks something to the roots, but it's also then interesting. Now you've told me that there's... This... So, the collective boxes. Yeah, yeah. The vibe of across town. If you've ever been to the branch, you might know what I'm talking about. But mm. if not, then definitely go. Um, is yeah, the the use of GBK was it? Yeah, Gourmet Burger Kitchen. Like, there's this kind of like modern, like a contemporary cleanliness and like yeah style that they've gone for. Um, that I feel like you can kind of see in both. Yeah, they class themselves more along the street food side of things. Really? Yeah. I would never think that. Well, because it's very much grab and go, isn't it? They don't well, in sure. a lot of their stores. They don't have a lot of seating. Yeah, that's true. So actually, yeah. it's very much about I'm gonna go pick up my donuts, mm. and honestly, every time I've used them, we've used them quite a few times. Recently, anyway, I don't think. And also in the past, like for your thirtieth, I got those oh two God, massive so boxes. Yeah. I literally just placed an order online on the day. No, definitely in advance. I had a bit of a chat with them online as well, and they were super helpful because I was mm. like, it's for his birthday, I want some really good flavours. Sure. They were like, we'll put the boxes together for you, and then they let me know when they were ready in store to go collect, and I just went and grabbed them. Amazing. That's great. So yeah, they're super seamless. Makes donuts way easier. Yeah. I don't know if that's a good thing. Well, <laughs> depends who you're asking, really. If it's like a fit, like a personal trainer, probably not. Probably not. You and I, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we yeah, like I was saying, like we definitely appreciated the convenience during lockdown because yeah. both for us and also as a gift, like, they're a great gift, I think. Yeah, everyone we sent them to has been really excited yeah. to get them. Because they're quality. And also, I think we've only sent it to people in London who know the brand already or are aware of the brand. Yeah. Um, I'd be intrigued to see if we just gave someone some random donuts, whether they'd be like, cool or not. But then try them and they'll be like. <laughs> um, is there anything on like their when you were researching? Was there anything on their presentation of the actual donuts? Because they also look amazing. Well, there's a bit around the ingredients and stuff that they use because mm. everything's fresh. There's no artificial anything, which I really appreciate because nothing gets my goat more than like a green donut. Like, why is it that color? Why is what's on top of Do it? Do you mean the dough or the icing? The icing, like, or anything that's, no. To, to call well, back it's to... It's not a food, is it? So... To call back to your least favourite donut mm-hmm. brand, that's what we've seen. They, I'm pretty sure I've seen in the past, uh, Chris Green did a ring donut that was like, you know like the orange and green Tic Tacs? Oh my 
It was like icing in those two colours on two different donuts. No, like, no, 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 no. Yeah, these look, uh, I mean, obviously it's sugar, but like they look a lot more natural. Yeah, and so that's a really beautiful colour palette. I think whenever you go into the store, they're they all laid out. And, all sorts. and they're stunning. And sometimes they have like a crumble on the top, or they have like the fruit that's relevant. Or Yeah, you mentioned how they have seasonal. Yeah, yeah, they do seasonal donuts. So like, uh, have you got any examples? Do you have the menu there? Hello. You can get the menu up. I could, What's I could, their current actually. seasonal ones? Whilst we're chatting, what's yeah. their current seasonal ones? Um, also, I love that um, both of the founders, I think it was both of them, yeah. um, travelled the world before they sort of launched it to oh. look at different flavours and look at different donuts. I was like, what a bougie thing to do. We need to oh, I'm just going to travel the world <laughs> and I'm just going to go to all these different countries and eat donuts. And we're going to do a work from home box. Yeah. Oh, also, they do their own coffee by the looks of it. Yes. Oh, that's cool. If we drank coffee, I'm sure we'd appreciate it. Neither yeah. of us drink coffee or tea. You won't really hear us talk about their coffee. Sorry, Crosstown, because we don't drink coffee, so... But it's probably good. Yeah. I feel like your donuts are so good, I'm sure your coffee's amazing. Yeah, if it's comparable... Oh, man. I'm just going to list off some flavours, just so you know. Uh, chocolate truffle, cinnamon scroll, which is kind of like a cinnamon or yeah. a cinnamon swell. Same idea, but more donutty and chewy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tongan vanilla bean days, which is, I think, I think they're classic. Yeah, that's a classic. But obviously, they don't just call it a vanilla donut. <laughs> no. Matcha tea, peanut butter, and blackcurrant compote. Oh my god. That's a regular, and it's really good. It's so good. The top is like covered in icing, and then it's got loads of salty peanuts on it, and a great big blob of jam. It's a weird metric, oh. but some, oh. uh, <laughs> sometimes I think um, the sign of a good donut, and maybe this is a bad metric to go by, but when they're able to do a ringed donut, but with a filling. Oh, which they're um, which they chocolate truffle one. So it's a ringed donut, and then it's got inside the dough, the ring of basically like chocolate ganache, and then on the top it's got a chocolate ganache, yeah. and then they half coat it in chocolate cocoa powder. And also, you know baking much better things. than I do, but like... That's not that easy. Uh, this is the thing, right? That seems like a hard thing to be able to make. Yeah. A, it's like a stuffed crust pizza, but way harder. <laughs> and arguably way yeah. more delicious. Yes. <laughs> um, rhubarb and ginger. I just want to list off some more flavours because it's making me hungry and I want to roll with it as well. No, I kind of want you to stop. But Music also and passion fruit. Very exciting. Yeah. Um, also, yeah, so they're in the favourites menu. In the, they have a dedicated... You mentioned vegan baking. Yeah, so they were the first donut brand to ever open a purely vegan store, which... That's bold. ...amazed me. Yeah, but also, in London, I feel like there's a bajillion vegans nowadays, so that's a great place to, you know, fire yeah. that fire at that market. And now they have a couple of market stands as well, which are purely vegan. You, so you, I think there's one in Victoria Park. So you're talking about them as a street food brand almost. Do they yeah. have little pop-ups and stuff? Yeah, so well, but it's partly because of the origins of how they started. So they started with a market stall. Oh. And then they got a food truck. And nice. then they opened their fleets of stores. I assume with the background of the founders and stuff that they could have just gone straight with the stores if they wanted to. Uh, I think they could have done, but I think they're the type of foodie people that want to be authentic yeah. and get it right. And yeah. I think for them, it was really important to start with a market store because that's where they trialed loads of their flavours. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So back in the day, that's what they did. And now they've got about 16 stores. So not a huge amount. No. It's not yet. like a Starbucks, but... Yeah, talking about the fact that they don't have a lot of seating inside, I did appreciate seating once because I, I was at an event for my day job. Um, and I was at the the BAFTA art like building in I don't know, 
you know, just off Piccadilly Circus, <laughs> hanging out with the stars. Literally, no stars were there. Um, <laughs> uh, and then afterwards, it's like, oh man, I need to write up this like phone thing. It was like for a Nokia tablet. It was very, hey, Nokia do tablets, did tablet. Anyway, it's beside the point. Um, yeah, there's a cross down over the road uh, on, is it Piccadilly? Opposite Bath there is a cross down there. Next. Oh, the same road as Fortnum and Mason's? Yeah. Who's the bougie one now? There you go, guys. <laughs> That's your favourite reference is Fortnum and Mason's. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, I like food. Yeah, They did sure. the first lobster-flavoured scone, so <laughs> I needed to know about it. Okay, we'll do an episode of that, because that's interesting and bizarre. Um, but yeah, uh, it was lovely just setting up there on that road, because it's so busy and it's so interesting. And obviously, I just had like a permanent supply of crossed-up donuts behind me. And they were getting them in as I was there, so I was getting fresh donuts. So good. Yeah, I must say, I have never really sat in one of their stores. I've always just grabbed and, and gone. It's all right. Yeah. They're quite dark. They're like yeah. well lit, but they have like black everywhere. Black and white, there's very contrast. Yeah, very cool. As their logo kind of reflects, but also the stores are like that too. But considering the first market store was only in 2014, they've accelerated pretty quickly. Yeah, that's pretty good. I yeah, that's quite fast. 16 stores in central London, uh, like I was saying, like one, one of the most in major com- places. Yeah, yeah. Their first store was in Soho. That's a strong first. Store. Like, oh, we've been to that one. You took me there. Yeah, think so. Uh, Make an interview of them. Yeah, maybe. We should tip them off. Um, when was your first? Personally, your first exposure to cross-down I actually remember it quite vividly. So it was when I was... So I was managing Luminary, which okay. is a social enterprise bakery. So there's an overlap there. I was having a great time. Um, so, yeah, I was managing that, and one of the cafes we delivered to was on Brick Lane, mm. and they'd opened a store there. So ah. it was the first time I saw it, and I watched it sort of start to open, and I was like, ooh, what is this? Um... And then obviously went and got a donut and I was like, wow, these are... Pretty good. What about you? Uh, I think it was thanks to you. Actually, I think most of my interactions with the Cross Down are thanks to you. Uh, I presume you, you found out, I guess like because of you working sort of in the baking world a little bit, mm-hmm. you kind of already had a... Vested interest. Yeah, yeah. I guess there was part of me that was like, who is this? A competitor. What is this? Uh, but they were so different it, that wasn't a big deal at all mm. um, but yeah they and and I've always had an active interest in in baked goods <laughs> <Sure>. and we've <laughs> been That's to, why I love you <laughs> we've been to many of the top bakeries in London yeah so and some of them we've gone to because they're very fancy and showy but actually the reality of the cake is a bit hey yeah yeah, I think yeah. Your my first my first experience was it might have been for a birthday again. I think Crosstown Food is probably on my birthday. I think that's mostly because I'm probably doing the organising and ordering. Yeah. So I'm like, this is all we're having. Yeah, it's a great shout. Um, yeah, and I think we went to the original one. I think you took me to the one in, in Soho. I, I I've been to a few, so I can't remember the right order, but I believe it was the one. Really, if I remember correctly, it's like right next to like the Weller office, like the hair company. They have like a showroom and like an office like over the road in Soho. I feel like I made a note of where it is. Of the Soho one or the place? Broadwick Street. Cool. Was the first one in Soho. Cool. Oh, also, mm. I had a bit of a flashback. So not <laughs> only... <laughs> I remember them being on Brick Lane. Yeah. But also, I think actually prior to that, I'd seen them in underground stations. 
Oh, because they trialled mini stores in the underground stations. So people might have seen them there. So they were really A, smart and B, aggressive. Like to be able to get into big, popular, like busy places like train stations. Piccadilly Circus was one of the underground stations. Ooh, I could totally imagine the Old Street as well. I think Old Street was the one where I saw them. Oh, really? Well, there you go. Yeah, Yeah, I could totally picture them there. Because I also saw a brownie company there. That's a famous brownie company now. So, yeah, I think quite a few. Well, you're not taking me for brownies. Taking me for donuts so many times, you're never taking me for brownies. We'll go for brownies. Yeah. We can order some. There's no. a very good brownie company that you can have them order to your house. So cheap for a future episode where we literally However, eating brownies. They were one of the, like when I was looking for stuff to send our friends, yeah. I looked at them and the, the postage was about. so expensive, oh. plus the product was expensive. I was like, no. Let's not badmouth them right now in case you want to talk about them in the future and be like, oh, we love these guys because they're delicious. No, it's good to be realistic. Yeah, true, true. Because Crosstown Donuts, I would say. Screw those guys. Crosstown Donuts, I would say, I would never really go to them for a classic donut. No, I would agree. They're like, if you want something fun and exciting and different. A classic donut, I'd go to Bread Ahead. Oh, you're so bougie. I've never been to Bread Ahead. And if I want something that's absolutely outrageous, I would go to Donut Time. Interesting. Okay. But I do not love Donut Time. Yeah. I I, I have to be in the mood. We can touch on Donut Time. I feel like we might also come to those in the future. Are they also Kiwi? I have no idea. I think they're an Australian brand, anyway. Well, hold up. Kiwi is not Australian, you know that, right? Oh, not sorry, Australia. New Zealand, New Zealand, that's what I meant. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, if anyone's seen Flight of the Concords, it's, the, it's like that scene where they go like, oh no, we're from New Zealand, not Australia. We say, where's the car? And they say, where's the car? <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> so confusing. <laughs> Very specific reference, if anyone no gets that. Anyone. Hats off to you. No, not at all, no. Um, so... so yeah. Yeah, I guess to touch on it, donut time in my head is more like the freak shake of donuts, where like it's a big spectacle donut, but it doesn't. Although they're necessarily taste as amazing. Yeah. As a crosstown, their classics are quite good because they are ridiculous. Like if you want a vanilla cream filling or a jam filling, it's going to be mostly filling versus right. dough. They're decadent, but not in a an elegant way. Yeah, but I wouldn't say... They're excessive. They feel quite American. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I would agree with that, yeah. But I don't... I said excessive. It's kind of that vibe, that. right? Not, no, I think it's got, you know, time and place. Time sometimes you want, like, sometimes you want a dirty takeaway, as we were talking about last week. Yeah. Or two weeks ago. I would say it's like the dirty takeaway donut. But still fancier than, like, a Krispy Kreme. Oh, way fancier. Exactly, yeah. But so. also massive. They're, like, yay big. If you're listening on audio, yeah, this is, like... What? Like half the size Three of your or head. Four inches thick you're holding right now. <laughs> it's a bit ridiculous. Like a burger. Yeah. Yeah, I think Crosstown treads the line. Crosstown's better. like a nice, perfect size. It's beautifully sized, it's elegantly executed, the flavours are well considered. Bread ahead, again, quite a chunky donut. I can't comment on it. I'm really upset about that. Oh my you... god, what? I've never had any bread ahead product. Get out! Well, I'm blaming you because clearly you are my introduction to all of these artisanal fancy baking experiences and you have not yet treated me i've even recorded a bread ahead insta tutorial yeah you should check out the instagram guys because it's very good they're doing loads of tutorials also i've heard from friends i've not done one myself that the classes are very good oh really they do classes and i think you can go and you make like six or twelve donuts or something again this is bread ahead not cross down yeah sorry cross down did donut tutorials because they do not but yeah (laughs) yeah well you never know, but I feel like I feel like with Crosstown they know what they're doing and they stick to it. 
Yeah. And I like that. Yeah. Because then that means they nail it every single time. I've never eaten a bad donut. From Crosstown. No. The only thing I would say is that um, the latest one we got, which was like Sri Lankan cinnamon something. Yeah. Smidge dry. I like a filling. I like glaze. A I like a filling. Okay. So I was less keen. That I was, was kind of like, like powdered cinnamon sugar, wasn't it? That was the coating and the flavour. Is this that. more a cinnamon swirl? The dough was wonderful though, because it was a lot softer than a cinnamon swirl. Mm. Oh man. Oh man. So, so good. good. So good. Uh, um, we cannot order donuts after this. We recorded. I mean, I think we might. Be. <laughs> so dangerous. <laughs> As we're talking about flavours. Yes. What is? What is? If you know, you might have, in your research, know. you know, <laughs> tell me, what is like the most popular donut that they sell? So consistently, yeah. from the beginning until now, they've said that one of their most popular, I'm going to read this because it's quite long, yeah, sure. one of their most popular is the sea salt caramel with banana cream on chocolate sourdough. Oh, that's so good. I mean, I want it now. And then the other one is mm. their raspberry jam ball. However, I would like to caveat that with a personal opinion that of course a jam donut's going to be really popular because it's an established the safe people that's what they're going to order i mean if you're playing it safe don't 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 go to someone like crosstown donuts well well pump the brakes their classics are still very good yeah i know but like they're missing out on the fun stuff true i would always think that i would always go fun i want to taste the unusual i want to taste the different things i don't I'm not that bothered about a jam donut. Yeah. I am bothered about a cream-filled donut. Well, what... Or a chocolate What's donut. your favourite croissant flavour? I have the menu here of the flavours if you want to glance. No, no. no, no. <laughs> silly, silly. So, As if you didn't already know. <laughs> so mine is actually one that was made quite a while ago, but I'll never forget eating it. So it was a the beetroot... donut. So good. A beetroot sourdough. We have beetroot today. So it was pink. It was pink-purple. And it had a lemon and thyme filling and... and I think um, I had this one. I think you gave me... You made sure I had this when it was still yeah. in store. So that I... That was the seasonal one, then, presumably, if it's yes. not there anymore. I think they regularly pull it out of the bag, though, now. Because they know it's a They it's know a it's good. So I love a herb with a sweet thing. So I like lemon and thyme. I like those kind of flavour yeah. combinations. So for me, it was an absolute winner. And then I also love their chocolate truffle one, which is the one we talked about earlier. I think because I love chocolate. That that beetroot one is the perfect example of like yeah. I don't know that. If someone just said like eat oh here's this one, I would probably not choose it. But why are we now, married? Yeah, whoa, whoa, <laughs> hang on, hang on, wait, quick. <laughs> having now had it, I would say, yeah, I'm glad I had it because what an experience culinary, like flavour wise, it yeah. is Yeah, it's very good. Magic. Memorable. It's very good. Yeah, no, that, I nailed it. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, I smashed it first time around. But yeah, the chocolate truffle one is amazing. And I mean, every time I eat one of their donuts, I have a proper home Simpson moment. And I'm not going to lie, right now, my mouth is watering. I'm, I'm just trying to think, have I ever seen you actually dribble out your mouth a bit talking about food? You've no? definitely heard me slurp. Be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's great for an audio medium, just slurping noises. Um, I'm a very attractive eater, everyone. I'm torn. And so because in any context, I love peanut butter and jam. Oh. Or jelly if you're American, but jam. And their peanut butter and blackcurrant compote is pretty good. It's pretty rich. Like, it's very rich. It's a lot. It's 
Yeah. So I'd like to go for something maybe not quite as rich and touch on that chocolate truffle one, which is the less rich in this so this decision if I have to choose in my Sophie's Choice. Love that that's the less rich one. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, the chocolate truffle, you can't go wrong. Because isn't, isn't the dough chocolate as well? If memory no. Oh. The, the is dough is a plain dough. Chocolate dough. Yeah, they do have some. I've eaten a few of the donuts. I don't know. I think we've eaten too many. That's Let me just say my favourite one is anything with chocolate in, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. That's true. Yeah, they, they can't really make a wrong donut. There was also something you mentioned earlier about the balls. You said that was the flavour bit. Did they, did they not do little, like, small, like, kind of balls yeah. of donut dough with fillings and toppings? I think they do still do mini ones. There's, like, a trial. You can, like, try those. as like, tastes. I think so. And I think sometimes they have their classic, like, their jam. I think their jam ball is one of those little ones. Right. So you can, so you can go into the store and you can buy a standard-sized donut. Yeah. Delicious. Or you can get a little one if you're not very hungry. Or you could get a few little ones and then you get different flavours. Mm. I think it's a way that you can then sample multiple flavours and eat quite a few at a time, although you and I have no issue in putting away, like, six donuts. Yeah. So. <laughs> Which is a problem. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see it as a problem. I just see it that we're having a great time no, in life. Absolutely. I'd say those ball things are a good way to get in. If you are curious about Crossdown, mm. probably a good way to sample some of the more crazy things although I don't think you can order those to your house right now so True. a good way to sample I would say is get their work from home box is that what is I the, got yeah it's right. the cheapest box it's really good still though don't worry about it yeah so you get six donuts you can either choose classic or you can choose favourites if you choose classics which mm. is what you had then you're going to have things like your vanilla bean one the cinnamon one so you don't pick individual flavours you just say no. the genre of the menu set and they'll and give they... you what's freshly done okay cool and then the favourites, you might get something That's like fun, the peanut peanut jam one. Yeah. And Please, compote. Compote. <laughs> and some others. So, yeah. You... I like that, though, because that is like that adds an element of, of randomness that will maybe push you to try something new that you might not have had before. Yes, which is really fun. Plus, then, if you get the favourites, you might get one of their seasonals in there, too. Because oh, I think cool. if you order the classics, they're not going to put a seasonal in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Because their seasonals are always a bit wacky, aren't they? Like you mentioned yuzu earlier. Yeah, yuzu and passion fruit. That's a mad... I mean, Yum. it's a classic combination if you're, like, bougie. Yeah. Because most people, if I said, what's a yuzu? They'd be like, oh. Yuzu cake I don't know. So good. I just know it's citrus. Yeah. It's, like, super mild, but it's nice in the context of... It's very delicate, so I'm surprised they've put it with passion fruit, actually. Is it because when you add the sugar element, it just brings it out? I don't Maybe. Know. Mm. Well, maybe I don't we know. need to order to try one. Maybe. Maybe <laughs> we do. I like that most of this episode is just us threatening to order donuts for ourselves. Yeah. So would you recommend Crosstown Donuts? 100%. Yeah, I'd say 1,000%. They're pretty phenomenal. I would probably go to them as my go-to for all donuts. Although there's, as we've mentioned, many other well, great Well, now I need to try a bread ahead donut. But yeah, I think Donut Farm has its place. Krispy Kremes if you're feeling dirty. But Crosstown is like a, a really good quality... Staple. Yeah. <laughs> Staple for donuts, which shouldn't be too regular, but is no. probably more regular for us than we maybe should. <laughs> um, so yeah, they're definitely, they're up there. High five. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in again. Uh, we really appreciate the response to episode one, Famish, where we talked takeaway. I'm sure that won't be our only conversation about takeaway related things because... I mean, there's so much more to talk about, as there is in the world of donuts. But yeah, Crosstown Donuts done. 
definitely check them out if you fancy a naughty nibble in lockdown. And obviously, once the stores are open and lockdown is lifted, definitely go check them out if you're in the London area. Hopefully, they'll expand to more places because I feel like if people are listening to this on the other side of the world, they're missing out. So, yeah, I guess come to London and try them then instead. Yeah. Um, yes, we have, since episode one, we have managed to get the podcast into more places. So if you didn't already know and you're just listening to this through not your podcast of choice, we're now on everything from SoundCloud to Pocket Casts to Apple Podcasts to Google Podcasts to Spotify and a few others in between. Tune in as well, I think. And you'll be able to see, see the video of this on YouTube. Yes, yeah, if you wanted to see this in video form, I mean, we've waited to the end to tell you this, so maybe you won't want to listen to this particular episode again, but the idea is that going forward, we're also going to try and film these, so you can also watch us on YouTube as well, if you want to see our faces as we kind of, yeah, do the Homer Simpson drool and whatnot. Maybe not exactly that, but you know what I mean. Um, so yeah, this was episode two of Famish. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you did enjoy the podcast, please uh, maybe go and rate and subscribe us on Apple Podcasts. As I believe that's the only place really worthwhile reviewing a podcast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if not, just yeah, keep listening, keep tuning in, stay tuned to our social media channels. We've got a bunch of platforms now that we're on. Yeah, give us a like on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter yep. at Famish Family. Yep. Um, where you'll see loads of other information as well. So obviously we do the podcast and that's kind of the main bit, but we post... Instagram's the main platform for this stuff, yeah. Like we post meals that we've eaten in the past that we've really enjoyed and probably things that we'll touch on in future episodes. And we've also started highlighting, which you'll see in our Insta stories, great places that do delivery. Yes. So during lockdown. And also great home tutorials if you want to do some baking. We did some... Just a pretty voice. We also have some helpful tips for you guys if you want to keep your culinary um, expeditions fresh in lockdown. We followed along with one of Bread Ahead's uh, tutorials and we made hot cross buns. I was going to say, I mean, I thought we we were quite generous there, to be honest. I kind of really just enjoyed the passion fruit glazed hot cross bun at the end. It was pretty good. Oh, it was so good. Yeah. Maybe we talk about Bread Ahead in another episode because we mentioned a lot in this one. I think so. Yeah. But you need to let me sample some of their wares first, I think. Anyway, yes, that was episode one of uh, episode one, episode two of Famished. Um, I have been Mr. Walker Todd. I have been Mrs. Walker Todd. Thank you so much for joining us at the Famished table. And don't forget, always leave room for more. Hello.